Super duper doo, how are you? Me, Tony the Toucan. <laughs> My question for today is how much hot air have you got inside you and how much hot air are you sharing with the world? Now to fill up Tony the Toucan to float on the on my dog Pondle, uh, we call it a Pondle because it's not really a pond, it's just a puddle because we're waiting for free water to come out of the sky. Uh, but we filled up this uh, blow up device with our own hot air hot air that came out of our mouth. And isn't that what's usually happening when we talk? How can we learn anything when we've got words coming out of our mouth? Because that's the stuff that we already know. Uh, if I want to learn something, is it possible that I've got to open up my body language, open up my brain, open up my desire to learn, and ask lots of questions? And is it possible we live in a world now where people are full of hot air and they're preaching and teaching and yelling and screaming and posting on social media lots of hot air? Because an opinion, what I think is just my opinion, what you think is your opinion, and we have the right to have our opinion, isn't that awesome? But here's the challenge. We could be wrong. Our opinion could be wrong. Our opinion is definitely different to other people's because it doesn't matter what you believe in, there's people that have got a different opinion to us. So rather than just breathing hot air out of our mouth, which is technically what talking is, could it be a really good idea to do exactly that? Ask more questions, open body language, lean forward, maintain eye contact, actively listen to the answers to the questions that we ask people. Now the reason I'm asking that in particular is I'm an old lady I'm, of course, married to a gorgeous man, but he's also an old man. And we often invest time with young people, so people that are half our age or less. And I always find it really interesting that there are never any questions asked. It seems that people that are 20, 30, 40 years of age in the world right now, they know everything already. They don't need to learn because they, they know everything about politics. They know everything about eating and exercise. They know everything about uh, building a house. They know everything about travel. They know everything about everything because they've got all of that available to them on social media. But the challenge, of course, that I have with social media is whatever you Google, whatever you search for on YouTube or Instagram or TikTok or whatever platform you're on, uh, it's just somebody else's opinion. We seem to believe that because it's on Google, it must be true. But doesn't matter what you Google, whether it's a syndrome or a disease or a financial plan or a parenting option or good etiquette or how to eat and exercise, there's always different opinions. And, on, and particularly on social media, very large, uh, enormous differences in opinions. So how do you know what's right? And if you're preaching out of your mouth, hot air coming out of your mouth, enough hot air to fill up Tony the Toucan, the blow-up device, is it possible that all you're doing is rehearing what you already know? Now, how do we analyse something if we don't hear somebody else's opinion? I can't, I can't even think for myself if I don't have the other side of the story. And once again, I'm an old lady who has had the privilege of living on the planet when the media, the news was all about two sides to the story. True journalism has, has used to be, it definitely isn't anymore, but it used to be, this is what happened. This is one side of the story's opinion. This is the other side of the story's opinion. Now you get to make up your own mind. Not anymore. Have you noticed that if you listen to the news, if you listen to social media, if you read the newspaper, wherever you get your news from, it's opinion. This is what we believe. This is what we think. This is what we're going to tell you to think. This is what we're going to tell you to believe. And the other side of the story is often either not presented at all or the other side of the story is presented as weird or uh, misinformation or disinformation or anti-something. 
I don't want to get caught up in that. I don't want to believe what a journalist on the news tells me, which is why I don't watch the news. I don't read newspapers. I don't listen to the radio. Uh, and I'll just give you some really simple examples. When it comes to uh, eating and exercise, I just want to know anatomy and physiology. How does a human body work? Because it doesn't matter what somebody's opinion is. This is how the digestive system works. This is how the uh, skeletal and muscular system works. This is how the cardiovascular system works. This is how the endocrine system works. This is how the body works. And then you can work out for yourself, if somebody gives you their opinion about food and exercise, you can work out for yourself whether or not it's true. People are going to give you a lot of opinions about your career. And I'm just going to use these four examples because what I talk about here at Romax every day. How do I get healthy, fit and strong? How do I have a career or business that I love? How do, how do I become financially free, independent, wealthy? How do I have great people in my life? They're my four things. I've got my garden gloves on today because I'm in the garden. Uh, Healthy, fit and strong is learn your anatomy and physiology. Have a career or business that you love. There's a lot of opinions and most opinions will be you can't, it's not possible, it won't work, you're too tall, too short, too fat, too skinny and you don't and you just can't do it. But the beautiful thing about that is if you study the people who have done it, the people who are told you can't and they did it anyway, there's millions of those stories. So why would you listen to the people that tell you that you can't? And I always ask the three questions. If somebody tells you that you can't have a career or business that you love, number one, do they have a career or business that they love? And if not, why would you listen to them? Number two, have they ever done that before? So if somebody tells you that you can't be, and for me it was an exercise professional, the people that told me that I couldn't be an exercise professional had never been one, so they didn't know. And even if they have been one, tried it and didn't work, doesn't mean it's not going to work for me. It just means it didn't work for them. Maybe they didn't work hard enough. Maybe they didn't learn enough. Maybe they didn't put in enough effort. Maybe they were lazy. I don't know. But just because somebody else can't do it doesn't mean that I can't do it. So healthy, fit and strong, learn your anatomy and physiology. Career or business that you love. What are you passionate about? What do you want to keep learning about? Because that's how you get better and better at what you do. Will it add massive value to people's lives? And then you will have a career or business that is successful. Financial freedom is really simple. You can study and you can learn and you can go to seminars and workshops and have expensive courses on financial planning. But ultimately, it's as simple as spend less than you earn and do something with that stuff that you don't spend. So stop wasting money, spend less than you earn, and the money that you've got left, and ideally you'd pay yourself first, and that's a very simple process. If you look after you first, then you can look after everything else. And that process is not argued. Uh, there's no financial planners on the planet that suggest that you spend more than you earn and that you dig yourself into a financial hole. So that's a very simple process. Now, the relationship thing, how do I know how to have great relationships? Here's from a lady who's lived on the planet a really long time. Be the person that you like, the person that you trust, the person that you want to be friends with, the person that adds value to your life. And then is it possible that even if you don't attract other people into your life, that you'll like being in your life with you because you like you? But is it possible that if you're a nice person, if you're respectful, if you look after yourself, if you're funny, all the things that you want in other people, if you be that yourself, is it possible that you're more likely to attract that? So it's a very simple process. If you want to live your life to the max, rather than breathing hot air out into the world about your opinion, rather than relying on your own opinion or somebody else's opinion, how about we learn our anatomy and physiology, we find out what it is that we want to do and live our life earning money the way we want to earn money, how about we save and invest our money wisely so that we can be financially free, and how about we become great people so that we love being by ourselves and then the people that come into our life will add value rather than we need them. What a great way to live your life to the max rather than being full of hot air.
and it's fun to be able to fill up Tony the Toucan with hot air, but I don't want to live my life breathing hot air out my mouth and making a fool of myself. How about you? Super duper doo, how are you? Tony the Toucan's floating because he's full of hot air. Woohoo!